This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 937 the ticket and the ticket fm.com we are back here the drive with ad and raf sponsored by sand hills global nick and ad hanging out with you guys AD? Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started in here. AD, Let's did, get did it you, started in here. Did you ever hear my impression of you the, a couple days ago while you were out of town? Did you ever hear it? I got the tail end good, of it. Good. <laughs> as long as it got Hello. back to you, as long as it got back to you in some fashion, I don't care how. If somebody sent it to you, I just wanted to make sure you you, you heard it and you were um you were graced with the presence. Um, but anyway. Uh, Raf, by the way, on the on the stream, he chimed in a little bit ago and says, uh, talking about working working out hard. He said, "Rafa mania is what he calls himself. Rafa mania always works hard." <laughs> and how come you can look the same body part every day? <laughs> um, and, and the the best the best the best part about this is I can just hear him. And and see how he would say it. Rafi Mania always works hard. Rafi no, Mania no. always works he, he'd hard. He'd sit there yeah. with his phone just... and be like, "No, Rafi Mania always works hard." Uh, yeah, he speaks to himself about himself in the third person. <laughs> okay, for instance, I did arms this morning, dude. I the thought of even doing arms tomorrow is a horrible idea to me. It just <laughs> but no that's, way. That's how he's he's trained himself to be able to just do it nonstop. He's he's trained himself. To be able to go back and 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 lift arms once again, you know what Boyd Epley, the great Boyd Epley, would say if you could do that. You know what Boyd would say. They say me goes, if you could do the same body part every day, you're really not working out hard. <laughs> Bottom funny. line, that's, that's the funny. words of Boyd Epley, man. Because when you when you get done, you literally because this morning, I mean, my hand was shaking like this, Nick. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't. That... I mean, I was trying to drink water. <laughs> I'm spilling, <laughs> spilling it all over yourself. Just, I can't, I can't drink it. Um, that's, hey, that's his own, though. You know, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, Rafa mania, whatever you want to do, man. Um, Thomas and Lincoln just continues to come at me on the text line. He says, Nick, why do you want to hurt people? You hurt Rico yesterday by bringing up the Philly special, um, and now you just want to hurt us Husker fans who is te- by teasing us with Dylan Riola. 
Um, here's the deal, Thomas and Lincoln. So, Dylan Riola schedules has two visits scheduled in the spring. Now, you'll also understand, and, and, and Husker fans are, and just recruiting uh, people that follow recruiting will know, quarterbacks most of the time will commit relatively early in the process, right? And and obviously, Dylan Riola did commit to Ohio State a while back, ended up decommitting in the fall of 2022. And Nebraska mm-hmm. and Matt Rule and company have – stormed back into the race so much so that you could say it's a it's a two-way race or a two-team race maybe a three-team race with usc in there between nebraska Mm -hmm. georgia and then and then usc trojans um nebraska or excuse me dylan riola has a visit scheduled uh to go to georgia according to on3.com on march 18th and then he's coming to nebraska the following weekend on march 25th And so in, in, in recruiting, and a lot of people will under, know this, in recruiting, wh- whoever gets the last visit, the last chance to impress Dylan Riola or whatever target they are recruiting, is huge. It's extremely yeah, beneficial to have the final visit for a recruit. You know, Nick, I, I think about just uh, how recruiting, which we'll get into more uh, here in a bit, but you look at how the um, – it's been a, it's been a just a, a roller coaster. Yeah. When it comes to, and not just Dylan, but I mean a lot of other recruits as well. You figure about Big Boy that we had committed, uh, the offensive lineman from Stanford that was here for less than forty-eight hours, then decided to go to to Oklahoma. You know, so it's never a done deal until it's a done deal. Yeah, and even then, you don't know how long. It's gonna I, be I was going to say, even for. even when you thought it was a done deal, it's still not a done deal with with a guy right. like Walter Rouse now. What's what's crazy is and, and Dylan Raiola has been kind of open with it. If you if you go listen to uh, some of the the videos and interviews that he he gives to some of the national recruiting analysts, that he he's pretty open about. Listen, I I committed too early, and th- because I made that mistake of committing too early and and going through that process of decommitting, I now understand that number one, I don't want to commit too early and think I'm in on a school before I I actually am. And that mm-hmm. process also helped me to know what I want out of a school, out of a coach, out of a program. Right. Nick, I'm going to ask you this, man. I mean, you think about uh, just was a couple weeks ago, well, a week and a half, two weeks ago, uh, we sent our entire coaching staff there, uh, nine, mm-hmm. with an exception of Coach Rule, who already exhausted his for that in, uh, in thing, that in, in-home visit or in-school visit. And the coaches really didn't get to talk to him per se. They were just at his school yeah, because they can't have that contact yet. What do you think that says to – Let's say that's your kid or that's you. What does that say to you when you have the entire coaching staff minus the head coach come to visit you? I think it says a lot. I, I just watched a video this morning um, with with uh, Dylan Riola talking about – now, he was talking about the University of Georgia, but he was saying mm-hmm. that it, throughout his entire recruitment, just in general, not, not school-specific here, is that, listen, relationships are the number one thing for me relationships are the number one deal breaker or reason that I'm going to go to a school. He said, because he said something along the lines of, he goes, I'm confident enough in my abilities, basically saying, listen, I, I'll win wherever I go. Like I have confidence that right. I'm, I'm going to win wherever I go. If the, if the program's not winning right now, I'm going to go there. We're going to get some recruits, get some talent around me, and we're going to win games. And so, so he, he, you have to worry about all the other stuff first if, if you're confident enough in your in your abilities. Um, so I, I think like Dylan's in a spot right now, and Husker fans, 
fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a long eight or ten months until early ten months right. until early signing day. Fasten your seatbelts because number one, whether Nebraska gets his commitment or not, Nebraska is not going to just lay down with Dylan Riola. They're like, it's if if Dylan Riola commits in March, Nebraska is not going to just be like, oh, you know what? Okay, well we tried. That's not that's not what Matt right. Rule has done. Like, think about what they've done yeah. already. Is is that was the mentality? Dylan Riola was not talking to Nebraska after Scott Frost and his staff got fired. No, was there not was no answering. Fo- yeah, there were no conversations. There was no attempt at conversations. Matt Rule comes in. They open up the door. People are like, you know what? All right, yeah. Like they, they're at least they're getting him to answer the calls. At least they're getting him to mm-hmm. talk to Nebraska and think about it. And then it was like, holy crap! You know, Nebraska might be in the top four here. And then now here we find ourselves, February seventh, twenty twenty three, going. Nebraska's in the thick of this, if not the favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the thing that we have going for us in this, again, I'm just going to say this out there right now. There's no telling where the kid's going to go to school. No. I mean, we just don't know. Do and, I like and, our and, chances? And, yeah. And Nebraska needs to win games without him this season. Absolutely. There, there is so much work, what you just said, because going back to we'll get into uh, next, uh, the quarterback, Rashawn, that committed to, yeah. uh, to LS, uh, recently to Arizona State. He saw how Miami, was, where he was committed at first, well, obviously they were getting dog-walked. Yeah. And he started having second thoughts, man. It just didn't mesh well. Then Florida comes in. I'm not going to put the car for the horse when we get on that next. But they were – Miami was getting dog-walked. And he was like, okay, uh, I don't really like where the program's going. So getting him to sign, to me, that's going to be the easy part mm. compared to what we the product we put on the football field. Yeah. Because signing him, that takes no effort uh, physically, if you would. Obviously, you're going there physically, the relationships, uh, et cetera, so on. But at the end of the day, man, the process got to win football games, man. That, well, that's the bottom line. There's gotta, we got to show some sort of progression. Mm-hmm. We have to show improvement. Because if you're looking at him, and we, they, for heaven, heaven forbid, they bust off, you know, get you know, get the brakes beat off by Minnesota, uh, Colorado embarrasses or something crazy like that. All of that plays into the psyche of decisions, man. So, Getting him to sign, that's just step one. Yeah. You gotta win football games. Well, well, A D, I mean, let's also be real that Nebraska fans, maybe ourselves included, maybe Husker fans included in this, um, I don't want to just clump everybody into this group. I don't I don't want to call it the honeymoon phase, but Matt Rule hasn't done anything wrong yet. The staff mm-hmm. hasn't done anything wrong yet. Right. That changes right. if if Nebraska goes two and ten this year. That changes oh, that that conversation changes dramatically if Nebraska goes four and eight this year. Like they they need that that's going to switch quick just on day one if Nebraska loses to Minnesota in in awkward and and just really uh, unimpressive fashion. Like that that conversation yeah. of everything that they did by bringing in all these new faces, remaking the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have people saying, "Listen, it's just gonna take time," and that's true, I suppose, to a certain extent. But I mean, Nebraska fans know it all too well that you're gonna drive yourself crazy, and and I think Nebraska fans are super hesitant right now because just five years ago we were saying, "Listen, just give it time, just give it time. Mm-hmm. It's gonna work itself out. It's gonna we're gonna get the talent in here. We just gotta weed out all the bad eggs." Like, right? We we, we were having those conversations. I think this time around especially when you're paying a guy $4 million more over the course eventually, right? He's not getting paid $9 million this year. But eventually, you're going to look at that contract pretty quickly and go, this better work out because, like, 
once again, it's where else do you turn? What what what's next right. for Nebraska? You know, Nick, you bring up uh, valid points in that Nebraska fans, and I I can't say that I'm, I I can't say I don't blame them for having a lot of reservation. Yeah, I mean, you figure that the, the number of coaches we've had come in here post Pelini, you know, it has not gone well, bro. Mm-hmm. It has not gone well. And to say anything otherwise, Nebraska fans ain't dumb. No. You can't tell them it's raining into something else. They know exactly what's going on. In an educated college base, in a rich tradition of the history we have at Nebraska, uh, although it's been two decades since mm-hmm. we sniffed it, these fans know what good football looks like. They know what a good organization looks like. They know what a good uh, uh, coaching cohesiveness looks like. So, I mean, I, I don't blame them. You can't, I can't, can't keep telling people, hey, just hang in there. Yeah. They've heard that for 15 years. Yeah. You know, so there's, like you mentioned, the game against Minnesota – is huge. Every game we play is huge. But in bringing it back to Viola, yes, getting him here, um, and I think one of the texters asked if it was official or unofficial visit when he was coming here, and I believe it was uh, when Dominic comes here, when he comes, uh, Viola, when he comes here next month. I, I, I want to say, okay, so don't please don't quote me on I want to say it's unofficial because I what, it's I, unofficial. What, what I would expect him to do is save his officials for during the season. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I would expect mm-hmm. him to do. March is just when the the recruiting period opens up again. February is a dead period after signing day. It's a dead period, so there's no contact or anything like that. Um, so I would expect – I, I, I want to say I, I'm 98% sure it's unofficial. Uh, we can we can get the official word, though, on that uh, here in a couple minutes. Ray, Ray, I mean, he makes me laugh on the text line um, because he says, so you're saying that the honeymoon phase is easy. It's that stupid season that screws things up. And, and Ray, <laughs> you're absolutely right. As stupid as it is, that's exactly what is the problem. Nebraska does just fine from December to, I mean, December through April through the spring game. Well, this last season they didn't necessarily do it that well. Um, because you'll remember, like, this April, this last April, I should say, in, in 2022, things were dicey already because people saw the yeah. spring game and I remember sitting on this. I remember standing on the sideline uh, in Memorial Stadium with DP, watching that spring game. Like, yikes, man! This, this is this is what we have to look forward to. Hey, Nick, I stayed for literally about ten minutes, man. That's right. I literally. forgot about I, that. Remember, I left. I, I just couldn't. yeah. Hey, to each their own. I was like, this would have been, and I, and I look at spring games as a great opportunity. For an, you know, Raph mentioned that. It's like an extra game. Use it for like an extra game. Nebraska can get away with that extra game concept because most people aren't going to get 50, 60, mm-hmm. 70, maybe 75,000 people at a, at a spring game. So why not utilize that as much as you possibly can? To get, because some of those kids are going to be playing that spring game. I've never played in front of a crowd that big before. Yeah. Okay? Some of the coaches on that staff have never had a spring game that big themselves. Now, mm-hmm. regular season, because a lot of those guys came with him, you know, from Baylor, the Panthers, et cetera. But some of those coaches have never seen a spring. In fact, I would venture to say, with an exception of, you know what? I don't know a person on that staff may have had a spring game as big as they're going to see. No at way. No, no way. No way. Um, not that size. Not not that not size. Because you, you, I mean, Nebraska, or excuse me, Baylor and Temple aren't pulling 60 plus no. thousand for, for a spring no. game. Now, what's, no. like, what's crazy is, like, we, we talk about, how they're going to use this spring game as as an opportunity for competition, like I I that's one of the more com- that's one of the, the things that I'm most confident in going into this this whole thing with Matt Rule, is like this spring game in two months and let's see fifteen days, 
mm-hmm. is that they're going to use this as an opportunity to see who's who's who belongs here. Because guess what? You got over a hundred dudes that are fighting for spots and yep. only twenty two can play at a time. Yep. And you gotta get down to eighty five. And <laughs> and even though even though that'll be at the end of spring ball, mm-hmm. you're crazy if you don't think that Matt Rule won't I mean, Matt Rule is still going to be learning about this team April twenty second, the same way he is February tenth. Right. So right. so like that's why that's one of the more. That's one of the statements that I'm most confident in. Now, if if I'm completely wrong and it's a game that looks like last year, then whatever. Like that, I, I'm going to be shocked, and then that's that's going to cause a lot of uncertainty and questions going forward. But that's how confident I am. Like I, I sit here and I, I, th- I think to myself, there is no reason, unless there are like 30 season-ending injuries and they're down to 75 scholarships after spring ball there's no reason that this game shouldn't be more competitive and it shouldn't it should look like guys are fighting to play 22 spots you know what nick what i'm gonna say is this i'm gonna believe it when i see it dang it ad dang it (laughs) you always take you always take the philosophical approach the 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 just the, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna take it take the uh, more more hey. realistic approach. Dang it! Every no everything you're saying is spot on. Yeah. I just want to see it. I know. You know that, I know. that spring game last year. In fact, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I don't know the last time I saw a competitive spring game to where they was out yeah. there not you know they were they were button heads, and it's yeah. just because I've seen this this movie along with Nebraska fans so many times. You know, I'm, I'm everything that you're saying, bro. I want to believe it, but I have to see it first. I have to see it first because anything else, you just set yourself up for disappointment. I'm, if it's not, you're there. right, and I just did it. I just publicly set myself yeah. up for disappointment. Ad, um, I mean, this is Clark Griswold. Yeah. You're going to Wallet World. Gosh, you do all that driving. You find out Wallet World's closed. Here I am. Here I am. I'm setting myself <laughs> up for disappointment. Um, now, now I here's I here's here's one thing is. I could also look at it if we sit here on April 23rd and go, you know what? Let's talk about that game or what we saw yesterday, the previous day and go, that was step one into showing that this thing is back in the right, on the right track. Like, let's hope that we find ourselves April 23rd going, that's step one. We saw a competitive spring game. Now let's just hope and pray. We'll believe it when we see it, that that translates over to game number one. I, I totally agree. And speaking of the spring game, uh, Thomas Lincoln's got a uh, set right here. Um, when when would Casey start since he had surgery? I don't even think Casey's going to be in spring I, ball. Casey, Casey and Logan will not participate in spring ball. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, almost positive on that talking to Casey. We, we also have um, we also have an unnamed texture that says, not drinking the roulade. That's fine. That's fine. You're, 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 once again, you're taking the you're taking the smart approach. So I, I commend you, unnamed texter. Let's take a break. We got. Uh, I'm gonna sit, we, go ahead, AD. We got we got all oh, the We got plenty coming up. Um, yeah, and Adam, I'm with you, brother. Yes, I'm with you, brother. I mean, Sean P. Trust but verify. That's my thing. Trust but verify. Big time. Everything that Nick is saying is spot on. We just hope we do it, folks. You're on the drive with AD and Raph. We got Dick Colton down for us while we're out. We'll be right back after we pay some bills. This is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101.
So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.